my heart. Oh, dude, I I didn't see you there. I just was. Oh man, I was really into worship music. You know, just worshiping the Lord, huh? Yeah, dude. Um, ironically, that's what we were going to talk about tonight. Wow, how about that? I know. Who would have? How how could that good of an intro been planned? We have to ask our sponsors and our director. Um, yeah, our sponsor this week is Hillsong Worship. Oh, not Hillsong. Too controversial. We are sponsored by Bethel. <laughs> See, you and I was Elevation. Be, yeah, you thought I was going to go the other way. But. We are sponsored by Stephen Curtis Chapman. We're sponsored by Bethel, which makes anything that's uh, not Bethel controversial. Perfect. By default, I think. Um, yeah. No, dude, I think this is a um, just a side note into life of Greg and Scott, um, more than life of Greg. It has been a crazy week for yeah. Mr. Gregory. And so this may be a little bit of a short one just for time's sake. But what made your week crazy? Just work. It's just every my my work goes in these seasons where I'm waiting on stuff and then it's pretty slow to everything comes in and everything's due at the exact same time. And mm. yeah, we have a huge project that I'm taking lead on, um, which I'm excited about. And the lead middle, engineer. Yeah. Well, like I'm, I did all the design, you know, like preparing the plans, all that kind of stuff. Nice. And it's going out the door this week. But of course, like everybody and their brother needed other stuff this week. So, of course, you know, and on top of that, my mother-in-law had the whole it's like she's going back to work part-time and had to do some orientation training. And so childcare has been weird. It's been, Mm. it's been interesting, man. Fun stuff. Yeah. That's life though. I think it's, it's kind of funny how, as you're growing up, you just think, man, once I get to the next stage and life slows down, then it'll be nice. Oh yeah. That that literally never happens. No, that just shifts. Um, Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, wanted to talk to you about something that you texted me that you wanted to talk to me about. Yeah. Um, Was that a good prompt? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is a good prompt. I haven't, I wish you would have asked me it seven years ago, but why, what happened seven years ago? Well, I just feel like I used to be such a, I used to be really into music, specifically worship music. Um, yeah. Like if you looked at, if you had history of my Spotify, you would see tons and tons of worship music, all the stuff all the time. And then the past Probably like five years ago, it really started to shift to podcast. And then the past yeah. two years for sure has been mostly more podcast than worship music yeah. in my spare time. So two, I'm going to say two things about that. First and foremost, um, one of my least favorite things that people do is send me links to Spotify things when I don't use Spotify. Okay. <laughs> Whose problem is that, Scott? <laughs> Oh man! You know what you do? Spotify users. Okay, I hate it when Apple users are like, "Oh, it's a link I can't click." Okay, the (laughs) title of the song is there. Just go on whatever browser and search it. It takes five seconds. So frustrating. Somebody has sent you something, an experience that they want to share with you, and you are too lazy to take the five seconds to do it. You're right, Greg. And then my second thing I was going to say is, I I've never been a big music guy. And especially in the past years, like multiple, multiple years, it's all podcast. And I just, I don't know. I've never been one to like, I didn't grow up in a super musical family. 
like even secular music it, it was never much you know, i was about to say whitney plays piano it. but she didn't grow up in the same house as you yeah you... surprisingly <laughs> enough whitney is not my sister too <laughs> oh man so there's that because whitney's very musical Whitney's family their entire family is yeah they're they're extremely musical she literally has a sticker on her car that says without music life would be flat and mm-hmm. it's like the f- b flat note yeah um I hear some oh, can Eleanor. you hear can you hear a baby crying I hear right baby now? Eleanor in the back that's her she's she wants to make her podcast debut yep man this is probably why I it probably wouldn't be good for me to work from home yeah the days where it's i mean i don't know it's i think it's different for you get used to it but like levi i'm pretty used to it he can cry pretty hard for me now yeah knowing that i'm right here when i'm working from home but Mm -hmm. i'm just kind of it sounds bad but i'm used to you know (laughs) finding creative ways to slip past yeah no that's fair um i'm not at that point yet i'm not I'm not there yet. But the the other thing I was going to say about what you said was, yeah, just how I'm kind of on that same train of, of podcasts, don't really listen to music. But in the past little bit, I've been starting to try to listen to more worship music, just like as I'm driving around or going to work or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And it's really, I can tell a difference, like in the mood I'm in and what I'm thinking about and, and things yeah. like that. So um i know you are you're you're somewhat of a snob or at least you used to be somewhat of a snob when it came to worship music uh and so i thought even that this would be a good topic to maybe talk about how how important it is to listen to worship music Mm -hmm. and corporate worship and you know who are some of your favorite bands maybe that uh, you know you can get super hipster and you know there's bands we definitely haven't heard of and you know then also we got to talk about our sponsor bethel yeah so. we do and it's weird the copy they gave us for the ad breed was like five pages long oh wow. um, a lot of theological statements and doctrine and like yeah it was a lot of caveats it was like 30 seconds uh, of ad and then like five minutes of caveats on perfect who they you can are. read you can read that many pages in five, five minutes uh yeah dude of course i can so <laughs> and i speed it up in post so it sounds like a <laughs> warnings on a medical commercial <laughs> um so, no, dude, I, I, I definitely feel you. I, I I wish I'd listen to more worship music than I do now. Like, I've gotten more podcasty, and I think that's a result of how much I'm in the car for. Mm-hmm. When I used to have more of, like, a 15-minute commute, it was, I mean, I don't want to start an hour-long podcast or something. I never really did until I mm-hmm. had a commute. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I've I've gone back and forth. But it definitely does help. It definitely helps just being... I mean, it's like just putting yourself before the word in a sense where when you yeah. have a quiet time every single morning, you just put yourself in the right mind. It's like it's things that you're putting in your mind and putting before yourself that help you focus on on God. And so, yeah, it's like you worship music, especially through the week. One, I think music in itself, like, is a very beautiful thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it, like read the Psalms, like all throughout scriptures, like people are singing praises to God and singing their affirmation singing mm. and using song to communicate praise to communicate um how they're feeling and there's some deep i mean i think anybody's had an experience where a song has really hit them and like yeah mode mood and emotions are are conveyed through song and, and it's really there is something pretty powerful to it you know and i do think for sure that god has given us um and that can be used as a very powerful and effective tool to help us worship him and, and draw near and so 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I need to get back. I need to focus on it more for sure. But, um, and like my musical taste has gone from like corporate worship stuff like Hillsong or Bethel or any of the songs that you might hear in a church on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. I used to know them all quite a bit. One, just being on staff at a church and being in like, you know, two or three services a week, you hear mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much everything. Yeah. And then especially not being on staff anymore. And then um, just like through watching online, having a kid now, like things like that, like mm-hmm. just church wise, I feel like I haven't had as, I haven't heard as much. And so I listen to a lot more, I listen to a lot of Christian artists that are Christian songs, but are not necessarily mm-hmm. worship music. I don't know if that That's makes sense. Fair. Yeah. Like John Mark McMillan is one of my favorite artists, but he's I love def- John Mark McMillan. Yeah. And he's got some worship songs. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but some of them are also just very heady lyrical and, yeah, like musically stuff like that. Um, I like Gable Price and Friends a lot, a lot. They're There's like the rock bell, hipster bell number one. I know, dude. They're like rock Christian, but it is very worship. It's, like Skillet, it's great. No, no, no. Like good rock. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to like go through my Spotify right now to see. I, th- I, have I a, think one of the one of the other things too, as far as music goes, you know the the mood that it puts you in worship music puts you in a worshipful state but Mm -hmm. then you have the other lyrically uh you know good deep lyrics that put you in a state of thinking and contemplating things Mm -hmm. and and music can do that and i think i a lot of times have taken music for granted and just said oh it's just something to put on in the background or Mm -hmm. uh oh they i just like the beat or whatever because i've I've had, you know, my share, fair share of I'll listen to absolute trash music and yeah, you know, say, oh, yeah, and say, oh, it doesn't it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect, you know, what I think about. But it really does. Music really does affect you. And and I've noticed when I listen to worship music and really focus on it, then I'm in a much more worshipful state. Um, like one of my one of the my favorite worship songs, I think, of all time is you know, from Hillsong United and it's, um, from the inside out mm-hmm. and, you know, as, as overplayed as that pro- song probably was, uh, like if I listen to it and I really get into it, like I still, like, it still makes me tear up when mm-hmm. I really get into those lyrics and stuff. all the good ones they do. They never, even how many times you hear them, you want to mm-hmm. know the one that I am pretty sick of though, Let's was one, well, there's a lot that I've kind of gotten played <laughs> through. Um, uh, no. Did you know I used to play guitar on Wednesday nights for a while? Yeah, in yeah. And you um, sang a little bit too. No, I did not sing. I mean, I sang uh, to myself, but trust me, Scott, you, you would have. If I would have sang, you would have known, and because I it would have sworn, been a terrible experience in memory. Yeah, I thought I remember that experience, and I sang at young. You I sang at the young adult ministry once, huh. um, which was an interesting long Anyhow. story. But the there was definitely some that we'd play all the time. I got kind of sick of, but. Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. I can't yeah. got played yeah. probably a bajillion times. I think they play it twice yeah. every service. I think they just slip it in twice. Yeah, um, I mean, you gotta, you know, if you're going for reckless, just be reckless. So I have a Spotify link, Scott, to a mm-hmm. playlist I've made called Christian Music I'm Not Sick of Yet that uh, we oh. can share in this podcast show notes. There you go. How about them apples? That way I don't ramble on my suggestions. Yeah. Well, I th- I think another question I would have for for you as far as music goes and corporate worship, like 
Uh, you kind of hinted at it a little bit, but something, you know, Whitney and I, we haven't been back to church since we had Eleanor mm-hmm. and we haven't had that cor- corporate worship experience. And I, th- I think it is something we both kind of miss. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't really realize how important it is to have that corporate worship until you're not. You know, yeah, you think, say, oh, I can just watch it online, but like that's yeah. just not the same. So it's that song, that wise song. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Take paradise. No, pave paradise. Uh, Put up a parking lot. Um, uh, no, I, I feel that for sure. I mean, the beginning of COVID, there was like a good year. Natalie and I did not go back in person. And getting back in it was, I mean, it was night and day. Especially watching online and stuff like that. It's I, its great. And for some people that have to do it and depending on season of life or whatever it may be, it definitely suffices, but it, it there's it's such a big difference, dude. It's just, it is night and day. Um, yeah. And, and then just, on top of that too, I think when you, when you are in that setting of corporate worship, I've had a couple of times where you're just sitting in the sanctuary, worshiping God with literally, you know, a couple thousand people like, you know, say what you want about mega churches and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's a pretty cool feeling to be in a sanctuary worshiping the same God with a thousand mm-hmm. other people. Like that's yeah. a pretty insane thing. Yeah. Uh, going back to something else you said earlier, I feel like we, or you kind of hinted at and talked about, but I feel like worship music is very important as well because we put a lot of stuff in our in our minds all, th- all throughout the day of um, you know, scrolling through our phones or watching TV or whatever it may be, like most of our day is, is distracted and not focused on the things of God. Mm. And so I think like taking time to have wor- to, to listen to worship music in the car when you're driving, whatever it may be throughout the week, not just on your, you know, on Sunday or Wednesday service or whatever it may be. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just another, it's another time where you're slowing down and thinking about God and which is always a good thing. For and sure. especially like if you play any instruments, um, sorry, I had a, I had a little burp there. Um, if you, if you play any instruments, I think it is, I mean, even more so like some of the most worshipful times are when I'm able to like have a guitar in 30 minutes or something and I'm like home alone. Mm. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a cool experience and something that is, is, is definitely worthwhile doing. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I think that's what I'm kind of processing and really trying to come to grips with is how important worship music is, how important uh, music in general is, and how much of a a, a tool uh, to grow closer to God that it can be. Yeah. And, and a lot of, you know, when we're driving from place to place, so we're doing this and we're doing that. And I listen to a ton of different types of podcasts from business podcasts, entertainment, uh, you know, celebrity gossip, whatever it may be. And, you know, or even sermons or, mm-hmm. you know, Christian podcasts, but there's, you know, there's something just about worship music that hits different, mm-hmm. you know? No, for sure. This one is not as controversial as last week's got. So what is something controversial you can say about Christian music? Oh, I will say this. We joked about Bethel and we joked about stuff like that. Do you, do you not listen to worship music from churches that you don't agree with theologically? Um, so kind of two things to that statement that you're making me answer, uh, um, put you on the spot. I don't really 
and take this with a grain of salt that I'm about to say, because I know it's going to sound really bad. Just get your caveats ready. Yeah, I don't uh, really pay attention to the church's theological stances when I decide what music to listen to. I don't look at, you know, oh, this church, uh, let me go see what their website says about uh, XYZ theology. And then I'm going to decide whether or not I want to listen to their music. Like, I just listen to the music. And then... Why not, Scott? So, um, I don't know. I've maybe just... You know, ignorance is bliss. Like, well, I will say this, and I'm only saying this because I want I want to disagree and I want to argue about something. So, okay, um, I even <laughs> so take my take my attack as a with a grain of salt as well, um, because like I you've probably attacked, you've probably heard too. You know, like some churches don't play Bethel because of yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm like I'm very well aware of the different issues yeah. with people. <laughs> Do you think people should not listen to it though? I don't know. I mean, if if you're not going to listen to the music because of certain theology things that you disagree with, then you're going to have to throw out a lot of good music and a lot of good worship music. And if you're going to be nitpicking on everybody's, you know, theological stances or, you know, Steve from, you know, Second Baptist Carolina, you know, said you know, something outrageous and now I'm mm-hmm. not going to listen to worship music. He wrote like, no. I'm sure you could, I'm sure people could go back and say, Scott, you said this at one point and that's heretical. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you know, I wasn't trying to be heretical or, you yeah. know, and I know that's like kind of a goofy example because there's some well, people that are being outright heretical. At times, yeah. I think but, I get what you're saying though, too, but it's like, I don't know, but it's like, do you, what about you? I mean, do you personally listen to music from Bethel or Hillsong or? I do. Know, these... And I, it's one of those things too. It's like, I'm trying to think of good examples or things that we can compare it to. I mean, you look at Hillsong, like I feel like Hillsong has a, you know, controversy every other week almost for They're a so hot big. minute. And it's like, yeah, you know, like the guitarist but, I mean, that if you think played about this too, like our know, own, like any church that you go to has people that are sinful and that have things off in their life like you don't you don't just throw out the whole church and everything they stand right. for you know like every single church bethel elevation hillsong they they're in the news and they have a lot of attention and eyes on mm-hmm. them so some of those more controversial stuff is going to come out but i don't know like yeah. if bethel goes out and pays for the homeless you know pays like right. you know thousand I, beds i'll for say homeless. this i'm trying I to finish say... the statement scott Oh, I'm sorry. I, Interrupting well, me. I got rowdy. I, I had a thought and I was going to get rowdy, but finish no, you your statement. If you, if you have a church, you know, that goes out and feeds the homeless and this, you know, what's that statement? Oh, I was going to let you finish. I was my, even in my anger, it's, I can't be angry if I tried Scott. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was just going to go along the lines of like, you know, you have these people who won't listen to elevation because of their theology, but then they will be, you know, worshiping trump from the pulpit on a sunday morning and it's like mm, no that's where you know i might draw the line the um i was gonna say like if bethel goes out and pays for the like a thousand beds or something for homeless ministry mm-hmm. like they're doing good and they're putting something out in the world that's good you're not gonna go and be like i'm not supporting them giving the charity right. because they're theological beliefs like mm. you're recognizing the good like at the end of the day, like I think of Paul in Philippians two, where these people were preaching Christ out of vanity and weren't preaching it with the right motives, and people were asking, like, is that really good? And Paul's like, whether and you know, 
you know, I, I, in either way, like I rejoice because the gospel is preached, you know, um, Bethel, as much as there's controversy around it, there's a lot of people across the world who hear Bethel's music and it does help them have a deeper relationship with Christ. And I know some people may back, the backlash may be, well, there's other music that's not surrounded in controversy mm-hmm. or whatever. But at the end of the day, Bethel does make music that does appeal to younger generations. And, yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of worship music doesn't, you know? And, yeah. um, you know, some people, like, I can listen to worship from Bethel and dissociate. Like, I don't think about their theological words. Like, it's not leading me down some path of whatever, of bad, theologi- bad yeah. theology because I'm listening. I mean, I get to then some people be like, oh, well, you're supporting a church that has a bad theology. But I'm like, I don't know. It's just a... Uh, I think that gets into nitpicking and being a little overzealous, in my opinion. No, I mean, I definitely fall in the same way. So as much as I try to be controversial, I I feel like I knew we were going to land on the same side, but, um, (laughs) you know. Yeah. And I think, I think this, this conversation, like even, even helps me flesh out my, my thoughts on worship music and music in general and Christian music, because for so long, it's, it's always, Oh, I just listened to this song for the beat, or I just have it on the background. It's not going to influence me, or mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. But really, worship music and is so important. And if you can really get into a groove of of worshiping God and listening to worship music more consistently, then I think that puts your whole mindset in such a better place to mm-hmm. to be following God day in and day out. Yeah, for sure, man. Um. Again, I mentioned this was a, this is a quick one. So, uh, a little unless quickie. You, unless you have anything else to add, I think we're pretty set. No, no I think that's a good uh, good note to end on. And you know, you you listen to this podcast, but now turn on some worship music. Yeah, take your time, finish your your walk, your drive, whatever it may be, with some some worship music. Yeah, put on some Hillsong and jam out. Worship the um, Lord. Two weeks. It's our one year anniversary. Be ready. Wow, we got to do something big for it. Yeah, or a small. Yeah, maybe we need to get somebody on the podcast. We'll a get a big time guest. Yeah, big time guests. I'm down the, for it. Pay the big bucks. All right. Yeah. Scott? All right. All right, Greg. Well, I'll this, see you this next was week. neat. Yeah, dude. It was fun. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.